if you have a strong reputation, you could be able to raise any amount of money that you need. If your reputation is extremely weak, no kind of money will help you to survive in the business. Hey everyone, thank you for joining the Disruptive Entrepreneur. I'm very pleased to have a, an unbelievable guest here today. Now, I'm going to record his intro post-edit because I want to get straight in. Uh, now, Timor, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you for your invitation. Now, your story is amazing. 33-year-old um, billionaire is quite an astonishing achievement. And from my research, I understand that you started your company, Freedom Finance, in 2008. Um, before you finished college and you pulled $100,000 with your co-founders. So is my research correct? And how, how did you turn that into billions of dollars so quickly? Uh, we're doubling our business uh, many, many, many times before, uh, before we... we uh, come to this point and uh, last year we also doubled doubled it again uh, at this moment we are running uh, half a million brokerage accounts uh, in uh, former soviet union countries in western european countries uh, and servicing uh, lots of institutional customers and all of this uh, came uh, from our dream uh, to provide uh, a DMA access to the US stock market as a key capital uh, hub in the world because I, uh, uh, I, I seen, uh, I started my career in uh, 16, uh, then I moved to the bank at 18 and all the time I was involved in uh, trading uh, US stock market uh, as a as a bank employee, as an investment company employee. And uh, when I uh, was fired uh, in financial crisis, we made decision just to continue to do the same as a small investment boutique in the very late 2008. And that was very tough time to start because uh, a lot of people lost money on stock market and uh, they was not uh, extremely happy to risk uh, in the middle of the crisis. But uh, hopefully in the in a very soon, uh, in the spring of 2009, uh, stock market uh, started to recover and uh, recovery of US stock market were very aggressive, much aggressive rather than Russian market or uh, I think any, any other market in the world. Wow. So, can you take us back to your childhood or the first point in your life when you realized you loved investing and you had a passion for what you do now? Uh, most of my childhood, I was a fan of uh, uh, computer. So I, uh, I started to discover my, uh, uh, my PC when I was like 13 or maybe 14 uh, and I, I, I always uh, had an idea that uh, my, my business, my uh, profession uh, will be uh, connected, linked to, to using of computer. Uh, and when, 
my uh, my my friend uh, had a friend uh, uh, who just uh, sold his garage and uh, made decision to invest some money on t- into stock market and he uh, just showed uh, us how he's uh, trading uh, stocks online sitting uh, at home through internet and uh, that looked uh, like my dream to to use computer and uh, to to trade on uh, stock exchange because uh, i seen a lot of hollywood movies uh, about uh, uh, about investing about stock market and most guys from that movies were very rich uh, and uh, i had a dream to make uh, to to be a wealthy person in my childhood because my family was not very wealthy so it was very 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 average in uh, in a very difficult time for country and uh, i always had a dream to to make some money and uh, in my opinion most most people from most investment business from stock market business was very rich uh, and uh, also because of that uh, so stock market uh, making money and computer all in one it looks look like a dream <laughs> so <laughs> uh, my profession of the dream so because of that i came to my family and asked uh, to for some uh, initial capital uh, the first uh, initial capital was uh, uh, eight, 800 bucks uh, my my initial deposit on russian stock market i bought some uh, uh, some liquid stock uh, of uh, some uh, utility company in uh, far east of russia not uh, <laughs> that was my first investment and i unfortunately that that's uh, that was the right choice but i but i not made money on that investment because i sold it much earlier than, than i should uh, my first intention was that I should work, so to do something, to buy and to sell, that looks like a great idea, and I hate uh, hated idea just to wait and to do nothing, and uh, I sold that stock because it was uh, not uh, not volatile, so the price were, were the same each day, so that was not interesting, not fun. So uh, my my key idea were to to make money. To work, so work to to, to trade, uh, but that's uh, the kind of a business when you are paying for your activity, not <laughs> not like as a normal job where someone is paying for your activity. So here you are paying for your activity. So I sold that stock, bought uh, the Russian blue chip at that moment, uh, uh, and unfortunately this stock uh, more than quad- quadrupled uh, in the six months, but I lost all that opportunities. <laughs> so do, if you invest in a stock now let's say for yourself are you looking for a very long-term hold a lifetime hold maybe yes <laughs> and, uh, i'm very uh, <laughs> uh at this moment uh, i'm not uh, active at all because 99 almost maybe 95 my total net worth is my own stock so i'm not having much money I have just a lot of stock, and uh, I uh, I don't I don't want to sell the stock in exchange to different, because uh, our industry is uh, booming. We are growing extremely fast, 
and I hope that uh, our stock is looking like one of the best investments. And I'm also to, I'm also feeling my responsibility, uh, and uh, also maybe because of my responsibility to different shareholders, to my customers, to my employers, I also not feeling that I able to really diversify my risks because I'm also in charge of uh, making this company bigger. So I should be 100% involved in that and has no different uh, assets uh, like like a backup. Timur, um, could you give us a bit of an idea about Freedom Finance to give everyone some context who might not know you? How many employees do you have? How much money under management do you have? What was your, your sort of growth trajectory like? Because, I mean, doubling every year, I mean, that's kind of Microsoft first 10 or 15 years. There's not many companies that, you know, 50 or 100 percent growth every year. So, yeah, number of staff at Freedom Finance, amount of money you manage and your growth. So we're not, uh, we're not asset management firm. So we're not really managing money. Uh, we, we are, we are stockbroker. We're just executing customer's orders. Uh, that's, that's a key business. We're making most of our money from, uh, just, uh, brokerage commission. In this case, we more common to, uh, Robinhood, uh, or I don't know, Ameritrade, uh, so the classic, uh, retail brokerage firm, interactive brokers, something like that. Uh, we not uh, sometimes uh, we we keeping some uh, money some customers uh, assets in house, but sometimes customers can uh, use different custodians, and we even don't know how much money do they have. They're just trading with us, as many institutional customers do, for example, because they usually keeping their assets in separate in different uh, custody banks. Uh, at this moment, we're servicing uh, up to almost uh, 500,000 customer accounts, uh, uh, retail customer accounts. And it's also very interesting because just 10 years ago, the total amount of uh, accounts in Russian market, for example, was just a million accounts. Uh, in the first 25 years of uh, independence, so Russia opened 1 million accounts. And now the total amount of accounts is uh, almost 20 billion or 20 millions. So 20 times more in, in 10 years. So the, all the market is, uh, is much bigger because the penetration is still relatively low. It's uh, only 13% of, uh, uh, of labor force of, uh, uh, of adult people who is, uh, who's working now uh, have, having a uh, brokerage account. So the involvement level is uh, relatively low in my markets. Uh, and also uh, the customer focus uh, changed uh, dramatically from uh, local market to the global market. And we see that everywhere. So we see that in Russia, in Kazakhstan, in Ukraine, in Uzbekistan, we also see the same in Germany or in uh, Spain, in, in Portuguese. Uh, just five years ago, much less people in Western Europe were interested in uh, buying stocks in the United States. But uh, in, the last, uh, in the last 10 years, the only place where you can uh, find some yield is, 
is the United States equities because uh, uh, European market is relatively boring, unfortunately. Uh, the yields uh, on uh, the yields of uh, bonds uh, of investment grade bonds at least is on negative level or very close to be negative. And uh, but uh, United States and the Silicon Valley uh, produce a lot of uh, innovations, a lot of uh, disruptive, really disruptive companies, and a lot of these companies is going public. And uh, amount of these uh, investment ideas grow, uh, actively growing, and also the biggest companies becoming even bigger, and their uh, and their total market share is also growing. So the strongest becomes even stronger all the last ten years. And these things, Facebook, Amazon, Google, Netflix, uh, Apple is becoming bigger, bigger, and even bigger, and they. Uh, fighting for more, 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 more share of uh, disposable income of customers uh, almost everywhere in the world. Uh, so Google and Facebook, for example, controlling uh, almost half of total adver advertisement revenue in the world at this moment, very, very small companies. Uh, I think uh, the key reason of, uh, of market growth uh, is uh, uh, developing of these uh, technology platforms because when we just started to do our business 12 years ago we executed most of our customers orders uh, by telephone and most of our customers uh, I don't know 45 years old men uh, prefer to trade by telephone and now all of them our average 45 years old uh, customer prefer to trade online through smartphone so the portrait of uh, customer has also dramatically changed and that's helped us to be uh, more efficient, even more efficient than we were in the very beginning. Uh, and uh, I hope that we could be able to win uh, some competition because of our uh, focus on uh, US market. So we were really extremely focused uh, on uh, providing access to the Western markets, uh, but most of our competitors uh, made most of their wealth on local market, and uh, they also provided access, but not uh, as a main focus. And that's maybe were the only reason why we could be able to win uh, some market share in Russia, for example. We're feeling that we're number five or number six company in the market uh, by the total exchange turnover, uh, amount of registered customers, and uh, things like that. In, in Kazakhstan, for example, we, uh, I think, the dominating retail broker at this moment, so we're servicing uh, three, uh, three or four customers, uh, so 75% of total customers in the country who is trading, uh, who is investing in stock market. Timor, did you said earlier that you know, you watch these movies of the stockbrokers making money. But did you, A, have a goal to be a billionaire? And did, did no, no. Did you ever believe you'd become one? Uh, I'm not uh, completely, I, I st I'm still not completely believing. Uh, besides, <laughs> everyone is reminding me of this. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I never had this goal. Uh, and uh, I think the only uh, 
the only benefit of that uh, is uh, that your company is able to is uh, we having more buying power for potential acquisitions now and that's very good for business because uh, of course we have a better access to the capital if uh, we will find some interesting acquisitions target or any different uh, potential uh, needs uh, capital needs we could be able to use uh, our market capitalization uh, to, to raise this money but uh, i never had this dream i even uh, never had a dream to become an uh, entrepreneur so my dream was uh, to be like a top manager in a, in a big company that that was my my dream and if i uh, if uh, they uh, if uh, so only because of financial crisis only because they fired me i started my business <laughs> I bet they wish they didn't fire you now. <laughs> I hope my shareholders uh, will uh, not fire me and even my customers. <laughs> so how old were you when you were a net worth billionaire? Oh, this, uh, this, this is the same age. I think so 32 or it's became wow. relatively just less than a year ago. Do you not think that's so young to have that so much money. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still not really uh, maybe understanding that, but I'm uh, feeling uh, the growing pressure of my responsibility. Uh, also my responsibility in terms of my customers, in terms of my employers, in terms of sometimes uh, uh, the national reputation in some points because we are really the one of the leading gateway for uh, former Soviet Union customers to the US and we should uh, be you know, in terms of IML compliance reasons we uh, should be very 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 accurate uh, to keep our reputation strong enough in terms of all these uh, questions and if we fail so it can uh, cause not only our reputation, it can cause the general uh, market reputations because of our large market share. So I'm feeling uh, the harder, harder and harder uh, pressure of uh, this uh, responsibility. And that's not uh, extremely fun, fortunately. How, how do you handle that responsibility? How do you stay focused, stay feeling? positive and, and not buckle under that pressure <laughs> uh, no i think uh, our um, i believe that we still have a great car corporate culture and we have a high level of internal trust uh, and uh, in general integrity in our team so we trust each other we are giving lots of freedom uh, to the to the management team uh, in terms for years people have been asking me where i buy my watches many of you may know i'm a watch collector i'm a watch investor and those as an asset class have done me very well in the last 15 years i have never shared where i source my watches from or my watch dealer until now my watch dealer used to be a professional footballer for Manchester United and he formed a watch brand called Broadwalk and he sources the higher-end brands like Rolex, Audemars Piguet, Patek Philippe and Richard Mille. I trust him, I've used him for many years and recently we've done a partnership 
Hence, I'm inviting you, if you want to start investing in watches and protect your money from the banks and inflation, to check out Broadwalk. That's B-R-O-A-D-W-A-L-K. And the website is broadwalkgroup.com. The email is sales at broadwalkgroup.com. And please don't share this, but his number is 07496-878-153. Obviously, only message him if you're serious about buying and investing in the higher-end watches. People have been asking me for years, and for the first time ever, you can get access to my watch team. of making decisions, in terms of making mistakes, uh, in terms of uh, their uh, amounts of their uh, responsibility, amounts of their decision-making uh, field. We have a lot of highly motivated people in the team, and it's, uh, it's very difficult to manage them because if they're very highly motivated, they don't like to do uh, some things that they don't believe, and you have to spend a lot of time to to make them believe in your strategy. <laughs> uh, but uh, these uh, people can uh, be very, can, they can make uh, miracles uh, uh, in, in this, uh, in, in, in our culture. So sometimes we are taking person out of our competitor and uh, they uh, just uh, introducing absolutely great products uh, and our competitors is wondering how it works because it's the same person with uh, the same education, with the same uh, instruments. They, he, he's coming to the uh, even smaller bank and uh, making products that he could not be able to introduce in a big bank. Uh, but we just, uh, I hope uh, the freedom is, 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 is also one of our values. We, we're giving uh, freedom to people to also uh, in in our management, in our general corporate culture, I, uh, I I I'm really depends much on my family. So I have a big family. I have a five kids uh, now. Uh, my wife uh, that's a, that's a big backup for me. That's a really extremely uh, important thing. So I have a two things: my job and my family. Nothing nothing much above that. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, all my time, which I'm not in office, I'm, I'm trying to spend with my family, and uh, that's a big, that's a big pleasure when you can uh, uh, come back to home and be sure that you are coming uh, to the safe place. Uh, that's a, that's a very uh, that's very important to me. And the third is uh, to to do some sport, at least uh, to to walk, uh, to run, uh, uh, to have some physical activity, because if you are, uh, if you are travel much, if you are flying much, uh, have a lot of meetings, a lot of time shifts, uh, you have to do some sport just to not uh, become crazy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I also make decision to completely quit any uh, kind of uh, drinking alcohol. So I'm not small. I never smoked. Uh, and it's also much helps because uh, on a big pressure, this alcohol is never helps. It's only uh, getting worse on a long term. And uh, I, I quit uh, drinking uh, like six years ago, and uh, I'm feeling much better now, even with a bigger pressure. Thank you. What a um, great share there. 
So you said earlier you never planned to be an entrepreneur. Would you call yourself an investor more than an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur more than an investor? I think I'm entrepreneur more than an investor because uh, I'm acting person. So I'm uh, manage I'm managing uh, our business. I'm controlling uh, most of most of the process. I am creating a lot of products. So I'm uh, inspiring all my team every day uh, and trying to keep them all together. Uh, so I'm not just investor. I'm not just uh, observer. In this case, I'm acting person, very actively acting person. Uh, and in this moment, we have in total group. Uh, more than 3,000 uh, employers. Wow. <laughs> Do you think we're in a bubble right now? That's not an easy question. The simple answer is no. Uh, but uh, we, in the moment uh, where we have much more money than uh, assets uh, to invest. So they just created almost 10 trillion of uh, US dollar equivalent uh, altogether in just last two years, 18 months uh, since the uh, pandemic started. Uh, and uh, only US uh, uh, growth of uh, Federal Reserve balance sheet uh, were more than $4, billion, four, four trillion dollars and uh, that's like three times of total uh, trade deficit with uh, China for 20 years. So that's a huge amount of money. And when you are printing so fast, so huge amount of money, uh, and uh, we are talking that we don't have any kind of inflation and we even don't see the inflation risk uh, in the future, that's not looks like uh, a strong uh, thesis. And maybe current inflation is not uh, such transitionary like uh, the central banks wants to think now. It can uh, come for a long time. And in this case, it's much better to be in any kinds of assets, uh, uh, but not in cash and not in long-term uh, long bonds. Do you think a crash is coming anytime soon? I'm not believing in crash when you when they printed so, so much money. Uh, market can uh, grow and correct uh, after after this growth. So, so it's uh, so S and P can go up more fifty percent and then uh, go down for thirty percent. Is that normal? And that could happens very fast. But uh, market becoming even more more and more volatile because of a lot of retail investors coming a lot of derivatives coming to the market a lot of uh, options uh, now circulating in the market and they also producing volatility so market become uh, even more and more and more volatile each uh, year and uh, each crash is much faster than previous uh, but it's it will recover after each of them uh, just because it's very huge amount of money. And when we having any instability on stock market, the Federal Reserve is coming to help and to print uh, even more money to support all the stock market, to come with buybacks, uh, to come with direct uh, intervention. 
like the Central Bank of Japan, who is uh, coming to intervene in uh, stocks, in real estate. So the National Bank is uh, buying to their balance sheets. They are just printing money to buy real estate, to buy stocks on stock market. With such uh, support, price can never fall. Uh, but uh, money will uh, cost much, much less in the future because of that. What do you think of cryptocurrencies? Uh, unfortunately, I uh, spent uh, very much uh, time, uh, time uh, uh, discovering uh, and studying uh, how, how currency works, how we should evaluate assets, any kind of assets, currencies, equities, bonds, everything will be valued. And uh, seeking for fair value is one of my uh, one of my passions. So I'm not asset manager, but I'm personally very interested in that. And for me, uh, that uh, I, I I also hope uh, to to name myself as a financial market professional, financial industry professional, because I'm, we are managing insurance companies, banks, uh, stock brokerage, investment banks. And uh, I am, uh, understand very well why and how the financial institutions will, will works now. And uh, when uh, people is trying to explain me uh, why uh, cryptocurrency is better than the normal banking system, they usually have the wrong answers and they never really understand concept of modern money. And that looks very scary to me because when most of uh, backers of uh, cryptocurrencies not really understand the current money and not even understand the, uh, how the old money works, it's very diff difficult to introduce a new kind of money. Uh, at this moment, uh, unfortunately, uh, crypto like uh, this... Uh, uh, Bitcoin like uh, this power, uh, uh, this uh, proof of work concept uh, cryptocurrencies is one of the most slowest and expensive way of payments uh, which uh, even were introduced. Uh, the only reason why uh, payments in normal banking system is relatively small and re relatively slow and relatively expensive is just because of regulation, because of governments who wants to have uh, banks uh, like police, uh, financial police, to control the source of funds, to control the reason of any transaction. And they uh, punishing uh, industry very much for any customer violation. So if you transfer the wrong money, so the key, key, key wrong person is financial institution not even customer who tra transfers that money. Uh, and in this concept, that's the only reason why transaction is uh, such slow and such expensive, because uh, all these uh, normal SWIFT payments can, uh, can be executed automatically extremely fast and can cost a uh, couple cents uh, to, the, to the industry. Uh, but uh, of course, when we having concept of currency with market capitalization of trillion dollar, it's big enough uh, to survive, but it should uh, transform much. I'm not completely sure that it's able to transform, but uh, they have to transform to support 
the current uh, market capitalization. So at this moment, it's look extremely overvalued for me, still overvalued, because the uh, valuation of currency is based on uh, not only uh, on gold-like, uh, so the, the, the only one proceed is uh, value store, uh, like gold, like any kind of asset that we believe can, can, uh, can save the, uh, can, can store the value. So at this moment, we uh, created the new digital gold. And like the gold, we believe that it should be expensive. So if we change our mind, it can cost nothing. But uh, until we believe, it can uh, do uh, the, the same function. But that, that's the only function that it has. Because it's not using for clearing. It's not using uh, for investments. It's not using for trade. It's not using to transfer money. So all that is very, very, very relatively uh, relatively to, to total market cap, all, all these uh, uh, points is uh, very, very small. And because of that, I'm still feeling that it's extremely overvalued. To support this valuation or be even more valuable, cryptocurrency should uh, transform, transform much. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. But I'm not completely understand how they should be transformed. Thank you. So I've got two more rounds to do. So those questions were, uh, feel free to answer as long as you like. Um, I've got a set of questions here, which would be good to have some shorter answers. And then I've got a quick fire round because I like to make sure we, um, you know, take only the hour of your time. I don't want to make you go over time. So um, feel free to expand if you want. But, you know, maybe sort of 30 second answers for these ones might might be good. So first one is what do billionaires know that millionaires do not yet know? Uh, for the, uh, it's uh, I think uh, when uh, you becoming big, uh, also in terms of wealth, you understanding uh, better that uh, the money is uh, less valuable resource that uh, at least your time and uh, uh, less valuable that your reputation. So your reputation and time cost much, much more. If you have a strong reputation, you could be able to raise any amount of money that you need. If your reputation is extremely weak, no, no kind of money will help you to survive in the in the business. So the money, it's good uh, to have a lot of money because you're having uh, more freedom because of that. But uh, it's uh, it's much more easy to uh, build a healthy business when you have a strong deficit of cash. What landmark was the hardest to hit for you? Your first million? your first 10 million or your first billion? In my case, uh, first, uh, first million. Uh, you uh, being in, uh, when you're just starting, you don't have, you don't even have an idea uh, the way to go. And when you made your first 10 million, you surely understanding the way. Sometimes you could not able to handle this way, but you're understanding it well. 
in the very beginning you don't uh, know the way so you're not sure what 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 way to go and because of that it's uh, it's much more uh, it's much more difficult it's i i think it's also much more difficult to make uh, first hundred thousands in a year in uh, in my region because it's much uh, it's much much more than average you can make in your salary <laughs> in the uk especially there's a big push from the working class which are obviously the masses the billionaires should be taxed more do you agree and could you explain why well it's very it's a very interesting question because uh, uh, until uh, this wealth is not distributed and not spent it's very virtual uh, it's just the resources of my business it's my ability to expand it's my ability to hire more people it's my ability to come to the new market to introduce new products to acquire new companies it's just a resource uh, and of course any uh, entrepreneur uh, has a deficit of this resource uh, it's a very funny but i read in one book that uh, when you have a lack of uh, extra thousand dollars so billionaires have a lack of extra billion so all of us has a deficit of resources everyone and uh, of course any taxes uh, will uh, uh, make this deficit even harder uh, until you're still in business uh, you need uh, this cash not for consumption you need this cash just as a resource uh, uh, like you have a team, uh, human resources, uh, your uh, capital is also your kind of just your resource to produce uh, your business. And if you making decision to quit and you just cashing out, and this uh, in this moment uh, I'm completely sure that I'm for sure don't need so, so much money, and I'm ready to be taxed. It's not a problem. I'm for sure I'm not. Uh, uh, wishing to my kids uh, just to uh, just to uh, just to have it for free. Uh, that that looks like a very terrible idea because if uh, you not made your money, you, it's uh, that's usually bad for person. Person should make more money than it's spending. If you are uh, earning less money than you are spending, you very rarely a really healthy person. And good for society. So you need to to uh, to make more money that you are spending. And I hope my kids also will be able to make more money that they will spend, not like rental, like just normal people who is making money, not because of parents' wealth, because of their own activity, reputation, their own business, their own activity, own professional profession. Do you think the tax system is fair and effective? Uh, it's uh, very uh, politics is also like a business uh, is uh, has has its limits efficiency limits so taxes could not be much more efficient this time for this uh, amount of uh, labor productivity uh, the richest uh, person uh, uh, not really has a very different different uh, consumption they not uh, consumed uh, such uh, uh, they not spend uh, most of their revenue for their personal consumption 
they can use this uh, profits just for reinvestments, uh, for making business, and and and, all, and also because of this reason, their profits is not real profits. It's a just uh, that's a just a resource. Like you have uh, some steel to produce uh, uh, railroad, uh, you have some money to continue to do your business. And in this case, uh, of course, any society trying to collect some money to, to take it from uh, most efficient to less efficient, but you all always have a limit of that because the wealthy people uh, can uh, protect themselves from governments much more efficient than uh, poor people able to do. And of course, governments wants to tax uh, richest person uh, more aggressive, but it's much more complicated to do. And that concept is not really works. Uh, uh, also because uh, they have a very different economic profile. They not just a uh, million times, uh, if you making million times more than average workers, you have a much different structure of your consumption. Uh, so your house is not cost one million times more in a normal way. You just uh, have a different, uh, very different, you you investing uh, in spending more money for investments and different kind of investments, businesses, uh, stock market, a lot of that. But a lot of wealth is uh, going back to the economics. Uh, they're not just spending their wealth. And because of that, it's not uh, completely fair to tax uh, the same manner. And, and also not, uh, it's not very efficient because wealthy people can uh, uh, explain uh, and can uh, uh, also, they able to lobby their, uh, their vision. And, and we, we never seen efficient uh, uh, ultra high taxes for ultra high net worth individuals. It's also not works well, never in the world. Uh, I'm not, uh, of course, uh, I, 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 I never had a problem to pay uh, a higher taxes for consumption, but it uh, looks at, like a terrible when you need to give uh, half of all your earnings uh, back to the government and has a deficit of resources in terms of developing your business because of that. I'm not sure that that's really good for, 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 for society because government spends this money much less efficient that uh, business can spend for the total benefit of society sometimes. Is there any asset class you do not like and why? I don't like uh, much uh, crypto assets because uh, I'm feeling that they look much overvalued. So I'm a young person, but uh, I'm not a crypto enthusiast, very surprisingly. <laughs> uh, because a lot of my much older friends uh, won't uh, believe in that uh, but unfortunately i never met a person who could uh, be able to ex explain me in professional way why it uh, should uh, win the competition with the normal money uh, i think this uh, i i'll prefer to avoid uh, cryptos and i also prefer to avoid uh, long-term uh, long-term low yield bonds at this moment because uh, this uh, 20 years 30 years bonds with negative yields is could be extremely uh, losing losing asset 
we, we can easily lose like 75% of face value uh, in the next five years if uh, the interest rate uh, will be like six, like current inflation level in the United States, like the interest rate was in just 2007, not uh, when, when I already were in the market. So if it happens again, the, these government bonds can uh, devaluate uh, and cost like 25% of their current uh, face value. Mm. Okay, Timor, are you ready for the quick fire? Yeah. So yeah, around 15 seconds or so for these answers. And um, what's the highlight of your career? Uh, I hope that uh, NASDAQ listing, we, uh, we spent a huge amount of time uh, achieving that. That was a very challenging to, to, to achieve. I, I, I remember that that day I was not the happiest person in the world. I was very nervous because of that, but that's, that's, I think that's the key point for anyway. What's the lowest um, moment in your career or the worst time? Any, uh, any uh, government stresses. I remember that in the very beginning, uh, one, the one, uh, we, uh, uh, the National Bank of Kazakhstan made decision in 2011, in the very beginning, uh, to revoke uh, the brokerage license from companies that we just acquired a couple months before. Uh, and uh, that, that was a big hurt for me because uh, that's a question of our reputation. It's a lot of our commitments uh, uh, about our future, our planning. Uh, so we, we lost a lot of time, but we came back and got a new license in a year. So we, we, we come through that. Another very bad moment was when our, one of our main counterparts in Kazakhstan also uh, large bank uh, gone bankrupt and we lose uh, uh, we participated in uh, in uh, we were his underwriter in, in IPO and uh, we helped them to raise money we uh, uh, trade a lot with them and hand them as a key money market counterpart so we were deeply integrated and when they uh, just uh, their banking lines was revoked and they started to bankrupt bankruptcy process it also was a very big stress and we uh, lost most of our equity to recover the story to uh, to save uh, most of our customer funds uh, to guns through liquidity crisis uh, that moment it's also just five years ago or something like that uh, I, I remember that uh, the first day when this news uh, uh, unexpected unexpectedly arrived uh, i were very 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 scared extremely scared but uh, uh most a lot of people helped us so much to guns that it was also a miracle that we gone without huge losses through all this process. What's the best advice you can ever remember receiving? If, uh, I, I think, I, I'm always remembering that if your fairness level is growing, you are on the right way. Something like that. <laughs> What's the worst advice you ever remember receiving? Uh, 
It's very difficult uh, to, to name uh, exact, but it's, uh, most of them uh, was about not to do something. So not to acquire company, not to go with that person, to avoid some counterparts. So uh, it's much better to, uh, in my philosophy, it's much better to uh, trust an enemy rather than to avoid some friends. So it's much better to to trust enemies rather than betray your friends. So I can, I'm, uh, I prefer to be uh, very, I prefer to trust people and I'm, and I'm very, and, and, and maybe because of that, because people feeling this uh, trust uh, from myself, they, most of them uh, paying the same uh, back to me. And uh, I, I saw, and a lot of my counterparts uh, who is very bad with, with all the market is good to me. Uh, so. <laughs> Is there one person you greatly admire and why? I'm not sure. No. <laughs> no. If you had just £10,000 to invest, where would you put it? I prefer to, I prefer to buy uh, some... Uh, I think the answer could be very easy. I will just buy it, uh, triple Q. Uh, the Nasdaq ETF or something like that. Uh, to I, I will try to get uh, relatively big exposure to the biggest uh, technology style companies in the world, and I'll try to keep this investment uh, for long term. I'm sure that it's much better than to keep it in cash or any kind of cash equivalents. And if you had a just a hundred thousand to invest. Where would you put that same scenario, your age, long-term hold? I think I'll uh, put uh, like uh, maybe 35% to the wide market like S&P 500, uh, the same 25% uh, to the NASDAQ uh, as a more, more aggressive part of the market. Uh, and... Uh, just uh, maybe 15% to the to the cash equivalents uh, for some maybe issues uh, and uh, all the rest to the real estate investment trusts, some real estate funds. So maybe th this way if I have a lot of time. What's the best thing about being a billionaire? You have, uh, you able to dream big. You, you're able to dream about creating bank in the country to set up a completely new product because we just introduced uh, the online mortgage in Kazakhstan. And uh, I'm really feeling that we completely changed the process of uh, mortgage in Kazakhstan. Be our best competitors uh, uh, spent uh, more than two weeks uh, for, for uh, this uh, mortgage process and uh, more than six people in the bank was involved in each uh, uh, credit application. And we just transformed that uh, to the almost instant process. We deeply integrated uh, with uh, all government databases uh, to score our customers, its uh, revenues, uh, incomes, uh, credit score, uh, to register real estate, to change the ownership of real estate fully online, 
to provide collateral also fully online, to evaluate real estate uh, with uh, big data model fully online. And because of that, because of introducing uh, this uh, kind of product, you're able to change uh, the whole market in theoretically. So you have a better, you, you have ability and ambition to dream big and to change a big thing like uh, banking industry in the whole country or even in the whole region. You can have this dream. You can uh, make this dream true. That's a very complicated. You still have not much chances to, to win. But uh, I think that's the only reason you can do the big things and uh, mobilize a lot of resources to achieve this dream. And what's the worst thing about being a billionaire? You receiving a lot of hate uh, also in, uh, in, uh, in social media. When uh, people uh, know you, when uh, so you becoming uh, familiar and uh, I think uh, a lot of people has a negative approach uh, to the wealthy person, especially in my region, maybe not only in my region. So the most of the people is trying to challenge yourself uh, uh, day by day uh, and uh, trying to explain uh, what's wrong with you uh, and what's good with them if they not uh, uh, why uh, they don't like to be like you uh, so such scary person like you uh, I think that's the worst thing because you uh, you 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 getting more hate uh, you having uh, a lot of support but also you starting to collect much, much, um, much more hate. What's the best tip that you learned about money? Uh, everyone who wants to become uh, a rich person uh, uh, till dark uh, will be hanged uh, till uh, sunrise. Uh, this, uh, I'm not sure that I'm translated it fully correctly. And sorry for my English for, for anyway. But you don't don't be hurry in, uh, in making money because when you are trying to make a lot of money very fast, it's the best way to lose uh, money and sometimes to lose even your freedom. Do you have a 15 second tip for having good mental strength? The, the main thing in business uh, is uh, to, to build a team and uh, then uh, uh, you as a leader should uh, motivate your team, should uh, uh, let them go for, with you. And uh, you have uh, uh, to, to become a, a billionaire, you always should build a, a team of more multimillionaires uh, beside you. It's very difficult to, to, to do this a different way. I never had uh, any kind of mentors. Uh, no. But uh, I'm sure that the uh, team and people around you, your friends always should be richer than you and more successful than you. That's the only way to go uh, to the next level. If uh, all your friends uh, is uh, people who are making less money, you never will start you, you, you never will start to make more money. If uh, you are having a friendship with uh, guys who can uh, do much 
more than you in different spheres, not, not especially in business. You're learning from them and you're trying to be like them. That's only a very, very good uh, way to go. This is the final question, Timur, and this has been a lot of fun and very educational, so thank you very much. This show is called The Disruptive Entrepreneur. What does that word disruptive mean to you? Uh, like we did in, in mortgage, for example, when you can uh, change uh, uh, the way uh, how industry do the things, uh, how the customer onboarding process should be, uh, how customers uh, can invest, uh, how easy could be investments, how easy could be banking products, uh, how uh, insurance interface uh, can change. When you're coming to the completely new sphere and uh, changing uh, the most in, in, in the process, that's, that's an amazing because you're always going to the, uh, to the very, uh, un, un, uh, to, to, to the very, uh, to, to the areas that which uh, were never visited before. And because of that, you're risking uh, very much because uh, nobody, understand could it work or not uh, can this investment be paid uh, back or not and you have to risk uh, every day just to survive that's the most challenge of uh, the current economic situation uh, because i seen how the financial institution who built themselves for many tens of years uh, was disrupted in a couple of years by the newcomers and the newcomers can disrupt them in a couple of months because of this technology shift, because the credit cards now should not be printed and embossed uh, like before. You can just be downloaded to the Apple wallet uh, almost instantly. Uh, we uh, seen how Facebook acquired the first 200 millions. It took some years. And uh, then Clubhouse acquired uh, 200 millions in two weeks. And in all industries, uh, this disruption is coming and uh, newcomers uh, can disrupt your business so fast that you could not be even able to realize that. Uh, that's, uh, that's the most challenging way and you have to be aware. Even if, uh, for example, this, this, this moment uh, our holding is uh, last fiscal quarter we reported uh, almost uh, 50 million uh, net profit, but uh, I'm completely understand that if we will uh, lose some opportunities, we could be disrupted in, in a couple of years, we can lose all our revenues. Uh, so the market can completely change and we have to run fast just to survive. Timur, where could we either follow your work or find out more about your services? Uh, on Instagram. Unfortunately, I'm uh, uh, texting more in uh, Russian. So, I'm, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I, I hope that the next year I will be, I will try to be more uh, transparent also for English speaking uh, audience. Uh, as a US public company, I also should communicate with my English speaking shareholders but at this moment, you can read me in Instagram on Timur Tarlov. Uh, 
on Instagram. My answer is the same on Facebook. Timur, I've really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for giving your time. Really grateful um, for having you on the show. Thank you, sir.